You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Aloha, kakahiaka, coming at you. Oh, a little late this morning. 6.54, in fact, on March 24th, because Wednesdays are kind of my sleeping day. You know, I need to catch up on some midweek sleep. Maybe you're the same, or maybe you're looking at that storm board and you're thinking, ooh, two centimeters, that could be some good dust on crust. <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe you've had a look at the actual webcam and the stats like me this morning, and if not, let me tell you about them. Well, we've had probably over five centimeters because it's been snowing this morning, easing around sunrise right now, but due to a couple more centimeters this morning, but some high winds as well. So we've had oh, almost half meter in the past seven days, looking at a base of two meters at Catskinner, 284 on Whistler and Pig Alley, where it is minus six right now. But we had some high winds last night, looking at up to uh, 90 k's an hour around 2 a.m., but above 50 k's since, uh, well, nine o'clock last night, 50 k's an hour, and still at this point this morning. So moderate winds and with some interesting and variable wind directions. Background Patrol saying we've had some southerly wind directions, but meteorologists this Davy Jones saying you can't trust a north westerly and uh, <laughs> we are going to have some variable wind direction today um, that's what we're looking for but also variable visibility mm-hmm. if you're looking at the webcams like me pretty variable as it continues to storm however looking for an alpine high of minus four and some sunny breaks developing this afternoon lovely the remainder of the week however still looking pretty uncertain about what more Q Accumulations we might be getting and flurries over the next few days. Sunshine, sun and cloud expected tomorrow. But then Sunday, early forecast showing that we might get quite the dump on Sunday night and with a lower freezing level at that. Fingers crossed. We'll see. We'll see early days yet. However, a little bit of a typo this morning on the Tom, that's today on the mountains, the Whistleback Home Report, saying that there are 17 runs open on Whistler. It's a typo. Don't worry. There are well in the 40s, potentially 50s there on Whistler this morning, looking for some particularly spicy or exciting grooming, but no, just the usual culprits really today with uh, Upper Dave Murray to Tokum and Green Acres being run of the day and Jersey Cream to Cougar Milk along with Panorama out on Blackcomb. Hmm. Because that's the thing. What are we going to ride today? You're still going to go hunting? Well, you've got to look out for a couple of things. What was some snow affected, sun affected snow? I bet you from yesterday, a melt freeze crust on some south facing things. There's going to be some very variable snow with this uh, this little dusting we've got here. Hoping for another five centimeters during the day, like I said before, it really eases and clears up in the afternoon. Current temperature at the peak, minus seven, uh, minus five around the roundhouse, zero in the valley, minus four at Pig Alley. And uh, let me see here, where are we? Uh, looking at, oh yeah, 70 something K winds uh well that's the max wind around seventh and peak this morning mm-hmm. what does that mean if you have an advisory you ask well we've got some new snow and oh, willow 
My microphone's moving. New snow and wind, of course, forecast for uh, from last night through to today and tomorrow morning. Uh, no, to, through to this morning, which means that we've got some fresh wind slabs at upper elevations, along with some already wind-affected snow. If you've been out and about, you'll have noticed that. So the heavy advisory is considered moderate in Alpine as well as treeline today. That's up from yesterday. Still considered low below treeline. Mm-hmm. For your valley weather, zero degrees, like I said, currently looking with, uh, well, in the valley, you've got about a 10 kilometer an hour wind coming in from the south, so it feels like minus three, but that snow will be changing to a few rain showers and ending near noon with uh, some potentially another two to four centimeters. You can see it on the ground. It looks way more than two centimeters here in the valley, right? Mm-hmm. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But looking for a mainly cloudy day and... Oh, I thought that was the snowplow I just heard, but it's already been oot and boot. Chris Weldon is asking on the Sea to Sky road conditions page, how's the Duffy? Is it snowing up there? The webcam's down. Yeah, mate, the webcam's been down since well, November after it was up for just a couple of weeks, but your roads do have snow on them. They have been plowed, uh, or rather Pemberton's, through up to Pemberton has been plowed. Pemby looking clear. It's very wet there as opposed to snow, but your side streets, I was talking about the highway there, the side streets are still very much looking like they have some snow lingering so some winter driving conditions for you today for sure today's sunset by the way is at half past seven and it rises in ooh six minutes at five past seven and it was a cool minus eight degrees on march 24th in 1994 good to know good to know yesterday's high was 8.2 in the valley yeah, that sunshine was lovely. Speaking of roads, oh, there's plow now. There we go. But uh, if you're heading southbound, there is some utility work. In fact, some paving operations planned for today, tomorrow, and Friday in West Van. That's between Marine Drive and Quamquam Road off Highway 99. So could potentially affect your drive if you're in and about that specific area. But otherwise, nothing major. I don't like a spot on the roads as of this morning. But major news from WB who announced today. Day. That's after postponing their announcement due to the uh, shooting in Boulder, Colorado yesterday. They've announced today that they are cutting the price of Epic Passes by 20% for next season at WB. That's including the Epic Pass along with the WB Unlimited Pass, along with some two edge cards. They're down as well by 20%. So uh, an Epic Day Pass will come in at $109.58 for a one-day pass or $93.20 a day for a seven-day pass. All the details online there. So uh, if you're buying a pass for next year, ooh, you're going to get it at a 20% off premium if you buy it early, if you have the funds that is and still Serb still remaining. Hmm. Today being Wednesday, it is the last day, I mentioned it earlier on this week, the last day to see the Whistler Has Heart exhibition, which will be in the Nicholas North area on those trails that are groomed uh, for well the multi-purpose trails there so check out that display today over in Nicholas North it's the last opportunity to do so I cannot believe it is March 24th and therefore I really want to do another push of about uh, some people you might want to nominate be vocal about a local Lindsay Atoya actually uh, recommending that incentive that we're doing last week as well thank you Lindsay for shouting that one from the rooftops because it really is meant to be selfless. If you know someone in the community whose great deeds or, you know, just going above and beyond at work or outside, whatever the situation might be, if you think they're worthy of two Valley Illumina tickets from the Adventure Group, we want to reward their their good humanery. <laughs> 
doesn't make sense, but they're good. Just being an all around solid human. We want to reward it. So get at me uh, via the socials, via whatever at the whistlepulse at gmail.com to nominate a local, uh, be vocal about a local. Mm. I have a couple, speaking of locals, birthday shout outs. Margie Martini, she still counts as a local, right? Even though she's in Mexico most of the year now, but it is her birthday today. Happy birthday to Martini, man. She's a hell of a first base person. We played same, on the same softball team for years, but hope she has a wonderful birthday along with Jesse Colin James. That's right. It's his birthday as well. I hope you have a great day, Jesse. Both of you share your birthday actually with Clyde Barrow. If you know who Clyde Barrow is, as in Bonnie and Hyde, who was born on this day in 1909, and Harry Houdini, yeah, in 1874. Oh, cool. Um, somebody did die on this day. We've got some amazing throwback facts here. They are from Stinkies on the Stroll. Did you know that Elizabeth I died on this day in 1603? Ah, she did. And that made Scottish King James VI, who was then son of Mary, Queen of Scots. He became King James I of England in succession to Elizabeth I, just thus joining the English and Scottish crowns. Hmm, sure. In 1837, Canada gave its black citizens the right to vote on March 24th. Did you know that? 1837. Hmm. Um, in 1882, German scientist Robert Koch discovered and described the tubercle bacillus, which causes tuberculosis, tuberculosis that's mycobacterium tuberculosis, and established a germ theory around it. Hmm. Very cool. Uh, Wuthering Heights, the uh, film adaptation from 1939 premiered on this day in Los Angeles. It starred, uh, let's see, Merle Oberon and Laurence Olivier. Yeah, very cool. And in 2018, on March 24th, that famous uh, ball tempering scandal on the Australian team with batsman Cameron Bancroft being caught on camera rubbing the match ball with an object. It was during their third cricket test, actually, in Cape Town. That was on this day in 2018. Yeah. And did you know, would you believe it even, on this day in 1944, an RAF rear gunner, Nicholas Alcamada, survived a jump from his Lancaster bomber 18,000 feet over Germany. 18,000 feet. I've jumped out of a plane, was it 15,000 or 18? I forget. 15,000 feet. But he jumped and made the fall without a parachute. His fall was broken by pine trees and soft snow, apparently, and he only suffered a sprained leg. Oh, man. Well, whew. if that can't reassure you on the peak to peak, I don't know what will. Mm. Uh, something else that caught my eye this morning in terms of Whistler News, actually, coming away from those fags. Thank you. Thank you. Always stinky for that. Well, how about the fact that uh, some people were asking about mountain goats in the community? This is in the Whistler Naturalists uh, group, I believe. It was on my phone that I saw it this morning about a local population, the local population of mountain goats and where they are. People confirming that they see them often in Pemby, but people also chirping in that they see them on, they saw them out in 7th at the beginning of December, but that their ranges are vast and they roam uh, through from Mount Curry on those, and, and that altitude along with on by the Sioux there. You can spot them in and around Whistler. They're just very, very wily and uh, very much keep to themselves. However, really interesting dynamic there and history too with the Squamish and Lillawat nations who hunted them. It was a very, a source of, uh, well, great pride uh, on the members of their community who hunted mountain goats. They were, of course, very tricky to capture. So you can really look into that history at the Squamish Lillawat Cultural Center. Very fascinating. So yeah, check that out. 
I'm going to wrap it up for us because although actually I'm coming around to feel a bit more sprightly now, it's 7.06. I'm going to wrap it up for you and maybe squeeze in a nap. Oh, I don't know. Go slide on this uh, fresh two centimeters. Looks like more, eh? Of course it is. We'll see. What with that wind loading? But uh, how about this? Yeah, the shovel, pretty much a really groundbreaking invention when you think about it. Mm. Today's track, I've been really loving from S.G. Lewis. He's a fellow Brit, Samuel George Lewis, uh, but born in the 90s. He's a, a singer as well as a songwriter and producer out of England. Whereabouts in England? I have to look that up, but he's definitely from England. And he's got a very like deep house, but electropop, synthy pop vibe. And the track isn't Chemicals, which we've been loving too. It's uh, it's one called Feed the Fire, features Lucky Day. And it is just so upbeat. You can't fail to love it. I, I, I feel anyway. Hope you dig it. SG Lewis and Lucky Day with their track, Feed the Fire. It's in the playlist. Give it a listen if you feel like having a great time. Mm. All right. Happy Wednesday. That's it. That's all. And uh, yeah, bun sliding. The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.